pretty good. It's pretty good. Just warming up. It's pretty good. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy. Andy, and uh, I'm excited today. It's another drink episode. I've been waiting to do this episode for a long time. Oh, yeah. And now that we're finally doing these in person again, we can uh, dig into this. So we're going to do a different type of liquor today that we've never done before. And here's a question, Andy. Okay. (laughs) What do you think is the most drank liquor in the world? Is it this one? (laughs) It is. It is? It is. Seriously? Yes. So we are going to be drinking soju today. I'm calling BS on that. So there's a reason for it. Are they in like some like little like niche statistical? So we're drinking soju, which Uh is uh, liquor made in Korea, which is made from rice and a bunch of like rice and barley and some other things. And then it also can be made from sweet potatoes and... That says cane neutral spirits. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get oh, okay, into okay. really what it's made out of. So soju in South Korea, they drink a lot. North Korea, they don't drink as much. I don't think. Do they drink at I, all in North Korea? Uh, if you have high enough status yeah. and you hide it from people. Yeah, I don't think you drink in North Korea. So South Korea. Let's, let's not sully this <laughs> celebratory soju episode with North Korea. <laughs> yeah, so South Korea <laughs> okay. drinks twice as much as anyone else in the world. So... The average adult South Korean uh-huh. drinks 13.7 shots of liquor a week. Okay. And then the next highest is Russia at six. So you're not talking, you're talking per population. You're not talking per volume, right? So. Right. Well, I mean, I guess I'm saying like South Koreans drink a lot of soju. They drink so much soju mm-hmm. that it skews the numbers. Mm-hmm. And they drink it in other places in the world and a lot of different countries in Asia. And it's now becoming popular in the Western hemisphere. But. Just in like 2004, uh-huh. three billion bottles were consumed in South Korea. And it says the average, like when you're averaging it, the average South Korean drinks 90 bottles of soju a year. So what is the ABV of soju? So it ranges from 16% yeah. to 60. That kind of reminds me of, um, like, remember we had like the schnapps yeah. episode? So we have two sojus here. This one is 40%. And this is just a, a straight, like, flavorless soju. It literally just says straight soju. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I have a plum soju here. Ooh, I can't wait for that. And this is 23%. Oh, that's going to be yummy. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of fruit sojus and stuff, yeah. which are, I think are lower alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into the higher ones, it becomes, you use it more like a vodka. Because you could substitute soju for vodka in a cocktail. So when we used to go to a Korean karaoke bar in mm-hmm. Baltimore, Maryland, we would drink as much yingling as we could and then but we, we would also just get a bunch of like soju drinks and that's unfortunately the only <laughs> experience experience have. i have with soju so let's just look real quick at what soju is so it's usually consumed neat neat uh and it's an it's alcohol content varies from 16.8 to 53 percent so it's a little off is it something that you would want to drink cold or warm it doesn't Justin. say but it says most brands of soju are made in south korea which is where these are both made from and it says, while soju is traditionally made from rice, wheat, or barley, modern producers often replace rice with other starches, such as potato or sweet potato. Hmm. And the reason for that is from like the 1960s to the 1990s, yes. there was a big rice shortage. Hmm. And so they, so, banned, so they started just adding. They banned people from distilling <clears throat> rice because mm-hmm. they were using it more for food. And so during that time, soju, they had to use different starches instead of rice. So now I think you can go back to making it with rice. Because that's how it's traditionally made. Yeah. But because companies not are, a, there's companies, not a huge limit. Yeah, but companies yeah. now are 
doing it. They moved on. But, yeah, they moved on. They've done enough brand experience. development, and yeah. you know they got their flavors down. <laughs> yeah. So let's 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 try it, right? Yeah, let's try it. I was looking at get this. I was looking at when uh you know what temperature you should have soju, and it says you should have it warm in the winter time and cold in the summertime. Oh, interesting. So it's technically winter. Yeah, but it's like the nice. It's one of the nicest days. Yeah. So we're sitting here in my apartment. It's uh sunny pretty warm in my apartment even here in march starting to heat up a little bit yeah <laughs> and so it just reminds me of the great summer mm-hmm. heat of snack down that's okay we'll have the snack down cottage uh ready in oh, yeah. for the summertime so let's just do the this is a hamusu hamosu we're not going to get it right <laughs> this is you're, you're looking... <laughs> straight so this is flavorless are you were you looking to me for judgment <laughs> or or aid i will provide you neither and i hope you're okay just with that a little bit just a little Cause, sippy. Because we're getting, we're going to do some cocktails too, so. Can't wait. It's got an interesting smell. Pretty neutral spirit smell. Definitely rice. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up rice. So what's interesting is I've had Haku vodka before mm-hmm. from Japan, mm-hmm. and that's made from rice. So I'm wondering what the difference is between soju and rice vodka. I don't know, but um, my lips are a little cracked. I could feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely need to use the the lip balm. <laughs> or pour it directly into your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a straw? Yeah, could I? Give me a crazy straw? <clears throat> uh, so that's very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. I would say, right? Yeah, it's not that smooth. Right. Um, I'd probably like to try that again cold. It's not going to happen today, but it would be good to have that again cold. Mm-hmm. So the origin of soju dates back to the... 13th century, when the Hmm. Levantine distilling technique was introduced to the Korean peninsula during the Mongol invasion. So this is all, so looks like this is all rice. Yeah. Soju is traditionally made by distilling alcohol from fermented grains. The rice wine for distilled soju is usually fermented for about 15 days, and the distillation process involves boiling the filtered mature rice wine in sot, a cauldron topped with soju gori, which is two-story distilling appliance with a pipe. So maybe that's where they get that name from, because the soju gori is their distilling apparatus. That's where soju comes from. I guess. No, it's probably just <laughs> pipe for soju. Yeah, drinking What's... pipe. I don't know. Oh my god! In the nineteen twenties, <laughs> over three thousand two hundred soju breweries existed throughout the Korean Peninsula. Yeah, it's a lot for a little peninsula. Yeah. Hmm. Um. That's it's good. That's just not. Um. Yeah, I would like to have that cold next time. <laughs> so it looks like during that shortage of rice, it says they were distilling. Uh, soju was created using highly distilled ethanol from sweet potatoes and tapioca. And they were that's when they started mixing in flavory, flavorings and sweeteners, probably. So they were experimenting more during that time. Whereas before that time, I think it, there was like traditional rice soju. Yeah. Strict standards. Yeah. Right? And then they had... And I was to. like, we can't do it with rice anymore. We can't stick with tradition, so we might as well... Huh. Try all these different things. I mean, you know, necessity breeds company? No. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> necessity breeds create no opportunity? Maybe. Shortage breeds abundance? I don't know. That's not it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at my liquor store, they had like five different kinds now, which five it's or, kind of five growing. The guy said he has like a Korean like bender he's been dealing with now. But four of them were straight sojus like this. Hmm. High uh, ABV, clear soju. And then they had one flavored one, fifth. which is a plum. And the guy said they're like fruit sojus are uh, becoming really popular right now. Wow. But he hasn't been able to get any yet. But 
Uh, do you, but do it's you wonder... interesting because this plum soju mm-hmm. is lower alcohol. And when you're talking, so this is compared to when you're looking at cocktails, it's compared to vodka a lot. And, oh, you can just substitute soju in things because it's kind of a similar type of alcohol, I guess. But usually when you have a flavored vodka, it's of a similar ABV as a clear vodka. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's usually still probably like in the 30s. Yeah. Right? But soju can drop down to 16%, like we said. Which, which would just be kind of like, just like, like a wine strong wine. Yeah. yeah. Do you want you wanna... to try some plum? Yeah, yes, I want to try the plum. <laughs> that sounds sounds good. This one smells a lot better. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice aftertaste, a nice like... Yeah, so the plum, this plum soju is, it's almost, it's not, it's pretty dry. It's very Mm -hmm. dry, I would say. Not very dry. It's, but like if this were a wine, I'd be like, yeah, this is a dry wine, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's not a fake plum flavoring flavor. You know what I mean? No, this is like the essence of what's left over after the fermentation has already happened. You know, you're stripping the sugars off of it, turning it into booze. Because, yeah. I mean, 16%, I mean, you probably are adding... Yeah, so this is 23%. Oh, that's 23%? Yeah. Interesting. The lowest is 16, but oh, this okay, is 23. Oh, okay, okay. That's 23. Yeah, it definitely has... Like, you're, you're, you're definitely, like, catching, like, the skin of it, you know? So the it's interesting. So this plum, soju, mm-hmm. is clear. Mm-hmm. I don't see much difference in it between the straight. But they're calling it caramel. But it says... Caramel color, right? Caramel color. Uh, I said caramel, but... You said caramel? I don't really see it as too caramel. It definitely has like a little bit of a caramel color. Maybe. Maybe a caramel color. <laughs> huh. <laughs> we just kind of are disagreeing. I I mean, even in the glass, it's just, it's very subtle. It's very subtle, yeah. Mm. But I good. really I really like that. I think this would be good cold too. But I think it's pretty nice, just like lukewarm. Yeah, I think it's, this would be kind of like a nice, maybe even just like warmed up with the hands or whatever. But like, I mean, the smell is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fruity. It's not like overpowering. It's, it's like you said, it's not artificial. It almost just kind of has like that earthy, just true to fruit smell. Yeah. And the the, the plum flavor, I think, hits you in the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. The initial Completely. taste is similar to the other one we had, mm-hmm. but then you just have this nice plum fruity aftertaste. I almost want to say it's like kind of pruny in mm-hmm. that in that sense. I know it's the yeah. same dang thing, but like it's it's been sitting for a bit. You yeah. know, it's been dried out. It's been manipulated. Like it definitely has. It's not like this like fresh like bite into it plum at this point. Yeah, I would say that with wine too. There's probably like raisin flavors, even though it's the same. I was gonna thing. say I was gonna say grappa. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we talked kinda, about that. And this kind of has like a little bit where where this kind of moves from plum to you know whatever it was. I would say grappa. It probably it kind of has a little bit of the same characteristics of that. So you're thinking more like plum skins. Maybe kind of. plum skins. I think this has more of the actual fruit in it though than like grappa. Mm-hmm. Grappa is definitely skin heavy. Just skin. Yeah. yeah. It's the skin. I still have that grappa. I know. I see it every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the fridge too. Yeah. It's like the fridge I gotta take that out. <laughs> You don't have enough uh, like valuable <laughs> things that else need to go in there. I uh, so I keep gaining alcohol. Yeah. So it's just my birthday, and yeah. I keep like that's what people give me now. Yeah. Now I'm like I have nowhere to put it, and I really wish it wasn't like COVID. Yeah. Because I wanted I want to have like an empty my cupboard cocktail party mm-hmm. and get rid of some of its stuff. <laughs> so what would you do? Like you would just take like the stuff that is like maybe a third Close or less to yeah yeah. And be like, let's make some cocktails with this stuff. That sounds like a good party. Yeah. Unfortunately, grenadine wouldn't be on there because grenadine's right near the tippy top still. <laughs> yeah. You should just start pouring it over your cereal at this point. Yeah. Grenadine and Cheerios. You should just start getting diabetes at this point from that. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think the if I was gonna drink soju straight, I think getting like a slightly flavored one is the way to go. For you. For me. I'm sure a lot of Koreans and other soju enthusiasts mm-hmm. would wholly disagree with At you. least <laughs> at least with this one, I don't think uh room temperature is the way to go. Correct. I think I think would cold, cold would be yeah, I think cold would do it. And much. I don't not knowing much about soju, I don't know how reputable a brand Hemosu is. So maybe there's better sojus or aged sojus that would be better. There's really not much on the bottle to indicate like... It says 700 years ago. Oh, um, it says aged 700. It's not master, aged 700 years. Master Elegance. <laughs> An ancient family recipe dating back 700 years combines 885 feet deep underground bedrock water and rice that delivers a fresh aroma with clean, long-lasting finish. Okay, just imagine digging a well 700 years ago that was 885 feet. That didn't happen. No. There's absolutely no way that happened. (laughs) It's a lot of shoveling. They're like, do it for the soju. And everyone's like, there's water like everywhere. Yes. (laughs) It's going to add a bedrock water flavor. How far are we? Well, we only need, let me just kind of get out my, is it an abacus? Is that what they were called? There is an abacus. That's like the math thing. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, Yeah, math thing. So uh, let me just kind of check. Just kind of like clicking into each other. 800 more feet to go. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like as a human, digging six feet, maybe to 12 feet is like your max. And then the ground is like too... Groundy? You like a rock layer or like thick clay and... Justin, believe it or not, people made pyramids and stuff. (laughs) That's true. Right? Are you just talking about you personally? Like you, you're just <laughs> like I'm, you're like I'm just bored. With like a spade, you know what I'm saying? Like without good better equipment. You're just talking about a beach weekend and just digging the biggest hole at the beach, <laughs> and you're like, no one else can dig more than six to twelve feet. Imagine digging twelve feet at a beach. That definitely wouldn't happen. We've dug maybe like four or five feet. You have to be like way up there because otherwise you're just hitting sea level. Yeah, and then and you have to expand the mouth of the hole as yeah. you go because otherwise it just continues to like slide back in and cover it up. You don't put up like scaffolding and support? Like wood? Mm-hmm. No, not at the beach. I mean, and yeah. not when you're eight. <laughs> and not when you're eight. What kind of foreman did you have? <laughs> uh, this, so yeah. This man right here. We are going to get into two different soju cocktails. And you can do a lot of things with soju. I mean, you could, like I said, it's kind of like a vodka. So a lot of the cocktails I think that they make with them are similar. You know, there's like fruit cocktails and slushies and there's probably just two ingredient cocktails and stuff like that. We're going to go with some more traditional ones and ones that are drinking a lot in South Korea. Oh, really? Yeah. So do you want to do this or? (laughs) So do you want to make cocktails? I do. Okay. Then we'll be right back. We're going to make some cocktails, and we're going to have the first one, and you're going to listen to it. <laughs> you're going to listen to us slurp it up. And you're going to like it. No, I don't know. Hopefully we like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay. All right. Bye. back and we're back and i we have two drinks here okay and they're all pretty strong so let's let's get in gobble them up good thing we ate a lot before we did this episode we did we had a lot we had a lot of food from our pals over at esquina habanera Habanera. all right so are you ready Mm -hmm. so this first drink that we're gonna do 
okay. is a yogurt soju. Okay. And so this is yogurt. This is imported from Korea, and it doesn't really say anything other than it's the non-carbonated soft drink, but yeah. it is yogurt. And I asked the lady, and I was like, and this is yogurt, right? And she, yeah. Oh, did you shake them for you? A little bit. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so this first, so we have two different flavors, which is why we made two different cocktails. So this one's the peach. Yep. This one's the this regular. Is the, this so is let's the just regular. go with the regular. Cheers. And, uh, cheers. Salud. Oh, it's pretty good. So this is yogurt, <laughs> soju, and then a lemon lime soda, which is usually Seven Up or Sprite. We had Sprite because we couldn't find the Seven Up. Yeah. So this is just the plain yogurt drink with some soju and some Seven Up. So do you shake the Sprite? You don't. You don't. You you add you it fill the, the shaker with of, ice. Yeah. You put the soju and the yogurt in. You shake it all up. Yep. Then you put the Seven Up or the Sprite in, and At then the you end. stir it. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm still getting some bubbles, and that's good. That's obviously what I want, yep. but. This is a uh, better than I thought it would be because I thought with the soju and the yogurt, the plain yogurt, that it would be kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but the lemon lime really comes through the most. It I for sure it does. does. This is cold. I really do still taste the soju a lot. I think it complements, or the lemon lime complements it, and then the yogurt. I mean, I, I think the the yogurt flavor is going to come out more maybe in the second one, especially because it's like a flavored one. But like, it really just adds to the mouthfeel of this. I think. Yeah. Is this potent? How much mm-hmm. is in this? <laughs> so basically, we we <laughs> okay. halved it. Yeah. So we have we're each drinking one total. One we're, total. Yeah, yeah. So one total has three ounces of soju in it. Holy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It's pretty strong. So we'll have had. So this is three ounces altogether. So each one of these glasses is an ounce and a half. So we'll have had three shots of soju at the end of these two. Yep. I'm so glad we ate a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the recipe and I was like, oh. And you're like, let's <laughs> do one of both. And I'm like, well. <laughs> and I'm happy that this wasn't an episode where I'm like, Justin, did you eat lunch? And you're like, yes, I had a slice of cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't count as lunch. I'm like, what'd you have for breakfast? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> Not really a breakfast feller. <laughs> but this it doesn't taste as strong. This drink's really easy. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, big bad. Yeah. Uh, this is really good. I keep kind of like it. I really like it. <laughs> and so it said if you can't find the yogurt drinks from Korea or Asia, mm-hmm. you could substitute kefir or lassi. Mm-hmm. But they said to make sure it's not thick because this yogurt is pretty thin. It's very watery. Can we can we try one of those? Do yeah. we have any to spare? There's... <laughs> yeah. So Andy came in with like, what, two 24 packs of yogurt, basically? Yeah. Like I basically had to buy it off of a pallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... And I was like, why? <laughs> but that's apparently all he could buy. Yeah. You want to try this? Yeah, yeah. You want to throw a little, throw a little bit in a shot. So this or? actually, I think I just grabbed the plane, but that's kind oh, of. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's what we need to go for anyway. This is plain. It's kind of yeah. vanilla, you know. Yeah, it's it's got a real like citrus vibe to it for mm-hmm. being plain. Yeah, this is good. All right, so then compare that to this. So what I think is dampening the flavor of this citrusy, vanilla-y, almost like Korean creamsicle yogurt drink. Yeah. Um, I think what's dampening it and kind of like giving it this like neutral to kind of tart flavor is the soju. Mm-hmm. Because I can see how this pairs really well with the lemon lime soda. Because mm-hmm. it's already kind of lemony lime. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's good. It's very good. This is really good. I'm glad you bought 24 of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else available. Mm, this is. It's good. I really like this. Goes down too easy. A little too easy, yeah. I know. I saw you like drink and drink and drink, and I'm like, he doesn't know that there's an ounce and a half in there. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would be like using the plum soju in this. 
I think it would be super sweet. And, and I don't know if the, I don't know, I mean, if the lemon lime of the Sprite and then the strong flavors of the yogurt, that might just kind of swallow up the yeah. plum. See, know? I was thinking with plain, until we tried it, I thought this was like almost flavorless. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Which made me think, oh, I bet plum soju would go well with like the plain yogurt. But now that I've tasted yeah. this, this is not flavorless. This is No, it's, very... it's not plain. It's original. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Super good. Let's, so let's try this uh, next let's one. Let's try this peach one. So yeah. this is on, same thing, same uh, same story, but just with peach yogurt. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the peach flavor is pretty artificial. Yep, <laughs> it's still good though. It's still good. It's mostly on the nose, in my opinion. Um, it's a totally different drink. I mean, yeah, it is, but like, but it is. <laughs> it is. You know, you couldn't tell. I mean, they look the same. It's just like a white skim milk, a little bit of a yellow skim milk. All right, so. Yakuruto, or Yakult, is a popular after-meal probiotic milk-like product, which is sweet in taste and enjoyed by Koreans at restaurants or at home. It is made by fermenting a mixture of skimmed milk with a special strain of the bacteria, which helps in digestion of food. It was originally created by a Japanese scientist and marketed in different sizes worldwide to nearly 30 nations. When was it created? It doesn't say. <clears throat> but a Japanese scientist like was like, drinkable yogurt... For digestion. Makes sense. It's great. You know? It's a good idea. So, I mean, it's similar if you go back to our Kefir La Sintug episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just... This was actually on my list of that milk drink, but Ke- we didn't. Kefir La Sintug at Law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this one... This one, I think, has the most flavor in its original form. It's got a like a strong flavor to it. It's not mm-hmm. like... Because those in their, in their original forms were very milk yogurt-like. Like yeah. plain... Yeah. yogurt like salty yogurt milk so so the first time i experienced like a little bottle like this was at let's say it at the same time red Chuck chili e. what <laughs> <laughs> no it was red chili um, <laughs> oh i was gonna say i do not remember that at Chuck e. cheese <laughs> they're like would you like some uh yogurt drinkable yogurt to help with digesting the awful pizza we just served you <laughs> We, was it you that was saying that um that chuck e cheese was doing like delivery for no. their food like during during covid really yeah did the mascot drop it off better because what is the appeal otherwise do you remember that pizza i just remember when chuck e cheese started serving like lots of alcohol really mm-hmm. were you a kid at that point no you were an adult at that point oh i don't like i just remember hearing that they were serving alcohol and then you're like, the parents are going to pay for a babysitter with pizza what, so they can drink. The Chuck E. Cheese theme song was Chuck E. Cheese where a kid can be a kid. So it's like, Chuck E. Cheese is where adults can be alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? And your kids are washed. But washed? <laughs> not washed. God, I hope not. <laughs> your kids Chuck are e. washed by a giant mouse. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a disgusting rag. And the mouse is just like, that's what you're paying for, Instead isn't it? Instead of a ball pit, it's just like a giant bathtub. <laughs> good, no. Uh, not good. Not good. <laughs> wow, those New York City rats are a hell of a, hell of a thing. <laughs> those things are big. <laughs> well, yeah, that I took a turn. Yeah, I can't imagine just going and drinking. I can't. Dad, Dad, why are we taking a different car home? <laughs> <laughs> well, son, I had a little bit of... Uh, too much juicy juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our car is called Uber now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Step on it, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And like the kid like won like this like massive, mm-hmm. you know, stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. So they had to get an Uber XL. <laughs> Very cool. Did you ever go to did you ever go to Chuck E. Cheese's besides a birthday party? No. Yeah, me neither. Does it exist besides a birthday party? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like some of those restaurants have that back party room for birthdays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Chuck E. Cheese is like, it's all that's birthday. what it is. It's just the back room. Like you guys are all like waiting to get in like it's a nightclub. And they're like, we need to see some IDs. We need to see one person with a birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is good that Chuck E. Cheese wouldn't let you go unless you had kids. Yeah. Because that'd be super creepy. So I'm pretty sure I went there. I, I want to say I was like 16. Really? Or whatever. Yeah. What's the age cutoff? Like, when are you <clears throat> not considered I have no idea. a child? I think that might have been a newer rule yeah. that they, like, had to That's enforce. That's good, though. Yeah. So we... It's a franchise, but I'm sure managers probably enforced that. We <laughs> we did a Christmas episode, <laughs> what, was that two years ago now? Or a year ago? We, with uh, Eat Local CMY. And hmm. on the episode, we, Anthony, we yeah. were with the president of Most, which is the Children's Science yeah. Museum here in Syracuse. Lauren... Cochin? Mm... Yeah, good Lauren Coach. Good memory, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about the science museum and I was like, Oh, I bet like are you get like weird like adults in there that just kind of like without kids? And she said if there's a person in there without kids, they kinda of follow them. As and, like, they watch should. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you excuse me, you started without a kid and you're leaving with a kid. <laughs> yeah. Let's discuss. <laughs> that ventriloquist puppet doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes it even weirder. Right. Yeah. Uh this is fantastic. One thing though is like I wouldn't necessarily pair this with food, right? This, no. No. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cocktails out there that I wouldn't pair with food, and this is one of them. So this is kind of perfect for this setting that is kind of almost summerish, right? In this apartment right now, the sun is coming up. We have the windows open. Uh, this is kind of refreshing, like coming in after a, a yard work or digging that. I would just mow the lawn with this, man. You know? Yeah. What, you, what are you saying? After you dig an 885-foot <laughs> hole, uh, I think I could drink a yogurt soju. <laughs> and 885, and we're done. Now we can make soju. <laughs> <laughs> Please lower the soju down to me now that I'm 885 feet down and I forgot Essentially to kill me. build a ladder. <laughs> yeah, they just start dumping soju on you. Yeah. I hope that's not what happened. No. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Um... Okay, so let me ask you a question. This is kind of a curveball because we don't usually ask this question. What did you like the best, peach, plain for soju cocktails, or the plain yogurt drink? What did you like the best out of that? It's a tougher question than I know. I think because that plain yogurt drink was really was good. pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. I think um, I think the yogurt, the plain yogurt soju. Okay, just because it tasted more natural, or mm-hmm. or what? I don't know. Maybe just because it was alcoholic. And uh, they're both alcoholic. Not the plain yogurt, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a t- It was close between plain yogurt soju drink and plain yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> same. Yeah. I gotta say, same. It was close. Yeah. But uh, I like I like a little party in my drink, so I like the yogurt soju. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's how we change breakfast for you in terms of like liking breakfast. Adding you like, alcohol you like a little into party breakfast. in your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you want some drunk eggs, bud? <laughs> Is that a thing? Wait, you're saying use yogurt soju as the base for my cereal? I wouldn't. Mm. The peach is pretty good, though. But Here, let me try again. It's got a nice, like, peach after after flavor. It's very artificial, mm-hmm. which is crazy because, like, you're like, oh, okay, this yogurt drink was made by a Japanese scientist who wanted to help with digestion, and then it's like, artificial flavors. You know, <laughs> like, it just kind of, like, takes away from the... It's- so I was at, I saw Wayne the other day. Yeah. And Wayne shops a lot at the 
you know, Wayne's Taiwanese, he shops a lot at the Asian store and he buys a lot of like Asian snacks and stuff. Yeah. And I always see them at his apartment. And it's funny to me that a lot of the stuff that we try to hide in America, like added sugar and stuff like that. (laughs) They're like, added sugar. But yeah, they're excited. They're like, added sugar. (laughs) (laughs) We put more sugar in it. (laughs) Is this hitting you? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Is it hitting you? (laughs) Yeah. So there's another reason why soju is so widely drank in South Korea is because it's crazy cheap. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, a 12-ounce bottle of soju is $1.69. A 12-ounce bottle of soju is $1.69. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they're just drinking it like water. <laughs> yeah. It's cheaper than water. Yeah. It's cheaper than water in the United States. Yeah. Damn. So when you're looking at, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, that soju is the highest selling liquor. So Jinro soju is the most popular brand of soju and that's always number one and it's they sell 86.3 million cases a year cases not bottles oh my god <laughs> and they have had no decline in the last five years so that's n- almost three times the volume of its competitors of whiskey wow and other things yeah so would you say that there's like probably i mean i would guess that there's a huge gradient in terms of quality of soju right Probably, yeah. Like, that is probably, like, the... That's the $1.69 version, probably. <laughs> maybe. I'd say maybe, like, low to mid-grade, right? Yeah, it's probably, yeah. It's no Mad Dog 2020, probably. Yeah, it's probably not the cheapest, but... Right. But that's, like, your household soju? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's crazy that soju is by far the highest-selling liquor, and uh-huh. I've never had it before. It's funny that it's taken so long for us... For you and I to go so mainstream, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we've been pretty niche up until this point. We're now pretty we're basic just, at this point we're just, on a worldly... We're just like everyone else. Yeah. Is that cool? We're so common. Is that good? Yeah. Does that make us more valuable or less valuable? I think now we're well-rounded. We're approachable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got one more cocktail. Yeah. We will be obtunded at the end. We'll be what? Obtunded. Obtunded? Is that like your word of the day? That's obtunded. Sort of non-responsive. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. Really? No. Might be a medical term. All right. Or a nursing term. Uptundia. <laughs> Uptundia later. No. No. <laughs> no. Uptundia in a bit. No, not that either. No. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Jazz hands. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Okay, oh, wait. I'll close the door. Window. Through the window, through the wall, through the soju, down our beer bottle. Yeah, so uh, cheers. Let's have a little. Yep. Ah. Interesting. You kind of went with an ah, like refreshing. <laughs> so we are not <laughs> drinking Korean beer. Yeah. This is Japan's number one selling beer, though. So we've got the number one selling liquor in the world. It's an adjacent country. With the number one selling, with Japan's number one selling beer, Asahi. So this is a super dry, as in quotation marks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it's not like I didn't try, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's only one Korean grocery store in the Syracuse area, and that's where I went. Yeah. So we couldn't find Korean beer, but so what we're doing is this is called a let's see if i can pronounce this correctly 
So this is called a Somaic. Interesting. And it's a portmanteau of the words soju and makeju or makju, uh-huh. which is beer in Korean. So basically what you're doing is you're putting soju in a glass, uh-huh. pouring beer in, and then you are doing a swift swirl or you're knocking a spoon on a stick to mix it up, and then you're drinking. For hard-drinking Koreans, few combinations of alcohol have a strong a hold on their hearts as a popular local version of a boiler maker. It really is. That's, Sameic, that's the first thing I thought of. Samaic, <laughs> yeah, the mixture of Korea's national alcohol, soju, with beer, is a popular tipple for many who find straight soju too strong, but aren't that keen on beer by itself. As a result, what one a li- weird niche there. <laughs> as a result, one lively debate when Koreans gather to drink is the best ratio of the concoction. For some, pouring soju and beer into glasses is a chance to brag about their mixology skills and prime somaic combinations. Others line up glasses and concentrate on mixing with all the intensity of a laboratory scientist. But now, so this this site, they, they came up with a glass with like different levels of where you put your soju oh, in. Oh, It yeah. says there's a, there's a glass with these lines and it says, A new glass measuring cup takes the mystery out of making the concoction, allowing partiers to mix according to their own favorite taste. And this thing goes from... A one to nine ratio, which is described as gentle and smooth, <laughs> up to a five and five mix, which is called blackout. <laughs> oh, really? A, yeah. a five to five mix? Five to five ratio. Oh, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. So we did a two to five ratio. So yeah. we're just above gentle and smooth. <laughs> um, wait, what's gentle and smooth? One to five? One to nine. So oh, we did a... Yeah, we're... Actually... We're not gentle and smooth. No, so you multiply this, we're... Four? That would have been a four to ten. We're a good mid mid range. We're mid range, yeah. Right. But when you're looking at this all over the internet, the sweet spot it's called the golden ratio, which is like the one to do is seven to three. And our math wasn't like on, so instead of seven uh, to three, of we the did yogurt four. Yogurt we just had. <laughs> instead of seven to three, I mean, we were just using whole numbers too, right? Yeah. Like we didn't, and we wanted to split a beer. And actually, no, 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 because these are twelve ounce beers, right? So this is really a two to twelve. So this is a one to no, six. No, we split the beer. Okay, you're right. True, true. <laughs> Where's that abacus? So this, so this is a two to six. It's almost a seven to three. So we're close. Yeah. Yeah, where's the abacus? It's 885 feet under the ground. <laughs> Tie the abacus to the rope so we can pull it back up. That'd be a long rope. Yeah. You'd be pulling for days. <laughs> Maybe not days. So, so Okay, so here's here's a dumb climbing question that someone posed Mm -hmm. someone was asking how long would a rope have to be for the rope to snap under its own weight for like your standard climbing rope and i'm pretty sure it's like 65 kilometers (laughs) (laughs) but where would you hang that that's that's the thing once you like space you couldn't you couldn't but then there's no gravity in space right there's no gravity in space ozone would obviously chop that shit right up right like in entering or leaving the atmosphere, yeah, that would kind of cut that. Rope. So maybe you'd have to have a plane flying the rope. You would but have then that to would have, have a then... different planet. Planet. <laughs> or you need to go to the. No, that's not even that deep. What I was going to say this well, but that's only eight hundred feet deep. Right. You'd have to go to like Death Valley and then still hang it up, and it still would not be even close. because the ocean is not even that deep. Right. Because the Marianas trenches. What. Let's see. Are you talking about an indie band again, Justin? (laughs) Yeah, we're in Mariana's Trench. How? We're on our third album. How deep is the Mariana's (laughs) Trench? Is it just Mariana? 1,034 meters. 
2034 National Geographic Society, tell students that if you placed Mount Everest at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, the peak would still be 2,133 meters below sea level. So the Mariana Trench is 36,000 feet deep. That's the deepest part of the ocean. Well, that's cute. 36,000 feet is equivalent to 10.973 kilometers. Yeah, yeah, 36,000 right. feet. Right. Yeah, you're so not your even rope get close. was needed to be 75 kilometers. 60, so you need 65, I think. 65 kilometers. So you need six Marianas trenches yeah. to dangle your rope down. Yeah, in order to snap it at the top. I mean, so here, so I mean, let's like <laughs> we're talking about the weight of it. I mean, you could make the largest like monkey's fist and like kind of ball it up, and then it would snap under its weight under like a much shorter distance, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, it's just a fun little thought experiment. So it's, <laughs> here's another funny thing. Okay, we pour these drinks. Yeah. And they were kind of strong, so like, well, we'll pour it and we won't drink all of it. <laughs> we both drank most of the drink. Mm-hmm. I should I should cut out then. I really should. <sighs> so this beer is kind of, what type of beer is it? It's a, in quotes, dry beer. By using our pure cultured yeast and our advanced brewing techniques, <laughs> Asahi beer has excellent richness, truly refreshing, drinkability, and satin smoothness all year round. So <laughs> when you're talking about this beer, that silky smoothness, that dry taste you like, <laughs> this distinctive dry taste is known as Karakuchi. <laughs> uh, if, if people could only see the facial expressions that Justin makes <laughs> when he uses words that are not of it from the United States. So Karakuchi equals... Dry and crisp with quick, clean finish. So, That's what that means? That's what the, I think they've made that term up. Mm. Should we look up Karakuchi? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I'm looking at um, nihongomaster.com. Okay. And so the definition of Karakuchi means dry taste. So, okay, maybe they didn't make it up. But, like, anytime you look up Karakuchi, it's like... Linked to the beer? Yeah, it's linked to the beer. So here's something interesting on this bottle. Okay. Uh, so this is Japan's number one selling beer. This was brewed and packaged in Italy. What? <laughs> so it says on the back. Um, do you want another yogurt drink? Yeah. Want to try a peach? Mm, kind of original. I kind of want to go for it. Yeah, is that fine? Here, shake it up. Yeah, I like this yogurt stuff. So we've learned a lot today. Oh, here's a question: chickens. Have you uh, made your coops yet? No, we haven't, but we, um, so my buddy Travis, not from the podcast, but from Springside Farms. Check out Springside Farms, by the way. They've, they're going to have Spring Festival. And I, I think so Spring Festival, it's the same as their shearing festival, uh, which they had, their alpacas were going to, or, you know, they would, they would kind of shear the alpacas. Um, What's but, an alpaca uh, good for? Uh, lots of things, dude. Fur? Or like, not fur. Friendship. Um, also, yeah, alpaca, wool. But there's no milk or meat, right, from an alpaca? I mean, I'm sure you could milk an alpaca. And I'm sure you could eat an alpaca. <laughs> Not generally, though. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. I think you're, I mean, you have to kind of, like, work within the cons- constraints of the law. But, like, you can kind of have, like, an alpaca for lots of things, right? Hmm. But I think that they use it for alpaca wool. Like, uh, I'll, uh, alpaca wool blanket? <laughs> Dude, you got me peach. I did? Did you? No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> I guess I was just paranoid. <laughs> what? So I searched for alpaca milk. Uh-huh. Is it illegal? Can you drink alpaca milk? The short answer is yes. An alpaca is a mammal. However, they're very hard <laughs> to milk as they have very small teats. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
I'm going to push that away because otherwise I'm going to sip on it. So I got to say that the soju beer drink, not refreshing. No, and I wonder if the soju pairs well with certain types of beer. And maybe not this super dry <laughs> Japanese beer. It just looked like kind of... They, they also do Boilermakers. Pretty much any type of drink you can use soju for. So like when you're looking through, mm-hmm. it's like they're just describing all these ways to use soju. And it's like, okay, they just pretty much use it for everything. It's awesome. So it is used in a lot of like fruit cocktails, kind of like a vodka probably would be. Yeah. But the, you know, two classic ways are the ways that we just had it, either in a mm-hmm. yogurt soju or just drinking it in a, a beer fashion like this. And the golden ratio of three to seven. But if you want to get that blackout ratio, go for a five and five. <laughs> Why can't they just say one to one? But true. you're probably talking like five ounces to five ounces. Probably. That is f***ed up. <laughs> That's crazy. Can you bleep that out? Sure. Have you bleeped out the F word? No, I usually just cut it out. Okay. So you'd be like, that's up. (laughs) Yep. That's up. That's up, my favorite movie (laughs) that I cry to within the first 10 minutes of the movie. You do? Yeah. Hmm. Have you seen Up? I have. You don't cry? It's like that man with balloons. Yeah. And the friendships that were made? (laughs) And lost. And lost. Yeah. That's the cry part. Yeah. So you get that. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't cry during that? It's a cartoon. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cartoon, but it's very sad. It is I mean, sad. Um, they really bring it to life, you know? Um, so what was so, your favorite drink out of all these? I, that's a tough I know one. what you're going to say. I really liked the plain yogurt soju. Yep. But also, I think, man, I really like this just like Korean yogurt drink. I kind of want to keep drinking it. So I'm kind of glad that you had to buy pallets of it. <laughs> it's comical how many I had to buy. Yeah. Like people aren't going to like get it until they go, okay, it's a lot. See, now you've had a large buy snafu like my grenadine. Mm, this isn't a grenadine situation. So now when you're like, oh, remember that time you bought a gallon of grenadine? I'm like, remember that time you bought a 24? You were bought there 48 any other- <laughs> yogurts? <laughs> were there any other options for the grenadine? No. Mm. Okay. There were at other stores. Like if I had just gone to like yeah. Wegmans, there was like a little thing of grenadine. I was at the liquor store, so they were supplying. But we've like already burned through like four of these, and you have yeah. Like... These are so these yogurt little drinks are two ounces each. Yep. Basically, two little shots. And you can get a cash refund refund in California. Really? You could almost make your money back for how much you spent on this. Oh yeah, I would definitely just be like twenty four of these returned yeah. in. Yeah. I would start a restaurant so I could charge $2 for these and then, like, get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> the yogurt palace. I'm not going to call it the yogurt palace. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can workshop that. <laughs> uh, isn't, a, isn't a yurt, uh, like, a type of building? Yeah, in Mongolia. Yeah. So you could call it the yogurt yurt. Uh, I would be probably inclined to make, like, horse milk in a yogurt yurt. <laughs> yurt of yogurt. That sounds Swedish. Yurt of yurt yurt yurt. of yogurt. All right, what was your favorite? Uh, I got it. Yeah, absolutely. The plain soju. Mm-hmm. Plain soju. No, I'm kidding. Uh, honestly, okay, so I think I'm kind of split between the plain soju cocktail mm-hmm. uh, with, with yogurt and then the plum soju straight. Oh, yeah. yeah, so all of our cocktails are made with just straight soju, not the plum. Yeah. Yeah. But the plum soju is really good. 
it's it's very good. Yeah. And it just reminded me. It just I, I kind mean, of just, forgot about that when we were talking about like what our favorites are. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really like this plum soju. Yeah. I, I mean, would like to try another type of fruit soju if mm-hmm. I can find it. Because like when I think when I think of like fruit soju, I think of like I'm like oh we're just having like cocktails or like that sort of thing mm-hmm. like kind of almost like the peach the peach yogurt yeah. or or something just like more like artificial or fruity. But like that was just like. That just derailed me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't what I expected. This is yeah. fantastic. This is, you and know. And plum is like a, a fruit that's not a novelty fruit. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like a strawberry or watermelon <laughs> that are right. very artificial. Like, yeah. look, we have watermelon, and the, strawberry, raspberry. It's, and the fact that it was like, it was just the real fruit. Like, mm-hmm. you could just tell. Yeah. Like, they weren't, they weren't building something up. It was like, oh, this is, mm-hmm. this is plum. Yeah. So, I really appreciated that. I, I, I mean, I think anyone, if, if you, if you see plum, Soju or Soul Knights? Is it Soul Knights? Soju? Yeah, Soul Knights. And Soul is spelled like the capital of yeah. <laughs> of Korea. Like people are gonna like get that, right? Like, S E O U L. People are just gonna like assume. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, I, I think I think if you get the opportunity to try that, like do it. Just absolutely do it. And I'm not sure whether warm or cold would be ideal. We didn't have time to do both, but I think you should try it both ways. Yeah, I wonder if the plum would go well with the peach and have like a plum and peach yogurt. Mm, no? no? No. I don't th- I don't think so. And the only reason being is I think that it's just going to be crowded out. Because the peach was just so like in your face, you know? Yeah, I think... Now that we've done this episode, in the next week or so, I want to make a vodka cocktail and substitute soju and just see what the mm. difference is. Like, what would you make? Like, I could make a Moscow Mule with soju. With soju. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a soju and crayon. I was thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Or a um, a white Russian. That'd be weird. Do you want to... I can't try it today. <laughs> Well, that well, was great. Good time. <laughs> get out there and drink some soju because it is the most drunk liquor in the world. Drink. Apparently. It's a pretty drunk liquor, though. That's true. <laughs> Especially if you're doing a five and five. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it was interesting. It was worth a try, I think. Absolutely. If you like your vodka a little bit more ricey. <laughs> <laughs> Not racy. Ricey. Yeah, ricey. Yeah, if you want your vodka more ricey, have a little soju. Yeah, so... so. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find a bunch more episodes like this one on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. So, you should, <laughs> so you should go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah. There are like okay, so Travis, Travis from the Taco episode, not not from Springside. Um, Travis like went back and just started listening to the ones that he missed. Yeah, so listener Travis, who was with us on episode sixteen, super listener, he went back to our artichoke episode. Yeah, and he tried the artichoke with uh, with mayonnaise. Yeah, and he agreed with me that it was a uh, it was good. I don't remember the name of that episode. It's thinking about choking, <laughs> <laughs> choke. Choking hazard? Choking hazard. Was, was it really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So go back and listen to Choking Hazard. That's how streamlined my... We have a full episode all on artichokes. That's how streamlined my creativity is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So thanks to everyone that listens. <clears throat> Tell your friends. There's some good uh, some good backlog back there. So if you're feeling like you need more snack down in your life, 
oh man have we got the uh, remedy for you yeah go back and listen to (laughs) him thank you again for listening and uh again hey thank you to thank you to our listeners and thanks for our patreon subscribers yeah it's really cool it is very cool all right have a great day yeah just kind of or welcome the spring as it comes ah yes and if you're listening to this as a backlog i'm sorry for whatever season you're in yeah if it's winter if it's summer enjoy it you deserved it (laughs) bye bye Soju. 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 궁금하신 한국어 발음이나 제안이 있으실 경우 댓글을 남겨주세요. 감사합니다. I'm not going to try that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tough one. <laughs>